0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 957, "What the Plank Record Tells Me" by Ross Anamite of RossTraining.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Tuesday, and a very happy birthday to my sister! Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management and lots more. Just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites. Now Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions right here on the show. You can send me a question at oldpodcast.com/ask. So, today's post made me smile. I remember hearing this story and thinking, how is it possible for someone to hold the plank position, sometimes also known as a forward-leaning raise, for that long? How is that physically possible? And so I love that Ross wrote about this very topic. So let's jump right into today's article and continue optimizing your life. What the Plank Record Tells Me by Ross Enemite of RossTraining.com A Beijing SWAT team member, Mao Weidong recently destroyed the world record for the longest plank. He held the position for 4 hours and 26 minutes. Unfortunately, it did not take long after the record was set for people to begin posting snide remarks about it. My own inbox has even been filled with questions and comments about the significance of Wydong's feet. For instance, many consider the plank to be a low-level core training exercise and so wonder why anyone would waste so much time holding this position. Others have been much more blunt in telling me that the plank is a worthless exercise and that Mao Dong should find something better to do with his time. Personally, I am not so quick to dismiss the significance of a 4 plus hour plank. Whether you like the exercise or not does not diminish the difficulty of holding this position for such a lengthy time. In other words, regardless of how you rank the plank as an exercise, it's not easy to hold this position continuously for even a fraction of Wei Dong's time. Therefore, while I'm not suggesting that we all sleep in the plank, let's at least give credit where credit is due, and take what we can from this example. For starters, I agree that there are better core training exercises than the plank. There is a long list of movements that I would rank higher in terms of effectiveness and time efficiency. However, the plank still offers some benefits, and perhaps the greatest benefit in my opinion has nothing to do with core strength. The plank can be a useful exercise simply because of the mental challenge that it presents. Anyone who has ever held the plank has reached a point where their mind begins to believe that you can no longer continue. In layman's terms, we have all reached a point where we had to suck it up and resist the temptation to come down from the position. During such times, the plank becomes more of a mental challenge than a core exercise. You either have the mental toughness to keep going or you don't. It's as simple as that. But what about... I'm sure that many listening to this are thinking it, so let's get it out of the way. Yes, there are several other exercises that also require mental toughness. I'm certainly not suggesting the plank is the creme de la creme from a mental toughness perspective. I will be the first to admit that I do not spend a lot of time holding the plank. If I include the exercise, I prefer working with more difficult variations. For instance, I might wear a significant weighted vest and use the plank as a finisher at the conclusion of a workout. I do not have hours to invest in testing my plank endurance, so I would rather perform a more challenging and time-efficient option. I do enjoy the mental battle that a difficult plank provides. Getting yourself used to regularly fighting through the natural urge to stop a challenging exercise or experience is a tremendous way to build mental toughness. And in many athletic events, it is mental toughness that separates champions from contenders. All athletes will eventually face pain and fatigue. How you deal with these variables will often dictate your success or failure. Less can be more. One knock that I often see against the plank is that it is not a very productive exercise. I have already stated that it is not the best core training exercise, and others often dismiss the mental challenge of holding this position. For example, it is obviously more difficult to fight through pain in the 12th round of a championship fight than it is to hold the plank. I don't necessarily view that as a con, however it is useful to have mental challenges in our arsenal that do not beat us down. I can challenge myself with a weighted plank where I must literally fight with every ounce of physical and mental strength to prevent myself from coming down. The mental challenge is real, yet I am able to quickly recover from the exercise without any pain or soreness. That's a huge plus, particularly since I am not using the exercise as a staple in my core training arsenal. In summary, Mao Weedong clearly possesses a high level of physical and mental strength. 4 hours and 26 minutes is an incredibly long time. I have seen many high-level athletes struggle to hold a plank for 4 minutes and 26 seconds. Wydong has taken this exercise to another level. The mental toughness that he has displayed would be beneficial to athletes involved in any event. Whether you enjoy the plank or not, it would be foolish to minimize the difficulty of his accomplishment. You just listened to the post titled, What the Plank Record Tells Me by Ross Enemite of RossTraining.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Oof, planking, oh my goodness. I can barely hold the plank position for 90 seconds straight, let alone holding it for hours and hours at a time. To me, that is just astonishing. And I completely agree with Ross, having been in that situation where at 90 seconds, I cannot wait to come down from the pose and just breathe and relax. There is a huge mental toughness component. But I think we could apply what we were discussing in yesterday's episode to today as well. When I looked at how do you train to even hold the plank position for this long, the previous record holder, George Hood, who was a former Marine, used to do lots and lots of sit-ups and push-ups. For example, he completed 674,000 sit-ups, 270,000 push-ups, and around 2,100 hours of planking. All of that training was to be able to hold his plank for hours and hours and hours and to make it in the Guinness Book of World Records. That was before Mao Dong broke that record. But think about how consistent these individuals had to be, how they had to trust the process, Go through and do the work in order to have that ultimate goal of being able to hold this pose for so long. That absolutely says something about mental and physical toughness. And again, trusting the process so that your ultimate goal can be achieved. Oh, and when I last read about this story, I heard that after breaking the world record, Mao Wei Dong performed push ups just to show off a little bit. Now, that's some crazy mental and physical toughness. All right. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a wonderful week, a very happy birthday again to my sister, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.